0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jack Austin here with Robert M. Lamb, representing Seven Lamb Productions. Hello. We're here to discuss the Crimson Star.
1: The newest episode.
0: The newest episode from Fever Dreams, a pulp collection, starring yours truly. Along with? One Gina Coyle.
1: Brian Messick.
0: Oh, I don't know, maybe a little Corey Pettit.
1: That's true. And myself.
0: And yourself, Robert Lamb. So... Please, stick around at the end of this episode for just a small preview of the Crimson Star and then go to feverdreamspodcast.com to download the episode. Safe travels, my friends.
1: Enjoy. Seven, Seven Lamb layer Presents Paralyzed Hello, everyone. I'm Robert Lamb, writer of Paralyzed, and I'm here to talk about Paralyzed Season 4. But it's not just me. I have a special guest, Amy LeRae. Welcome. Hi. Amy plays Roland.
2: Yes, I do. So
1: if you you listen to Paralyzed, you'll know her voice. She plays Roland, among other uh, uh, voices in The Seven Lamb. Ouvre. Is that the right... <laughs> how to pronounce it? I don't know. No uvra, uvra. That's what I meant to say. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about Paralyzed Season 4 in this recap episode. Um, so if you haven't listened to Season 4, do not make this your first episode because that will kind of spoil everything,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think. Because we're going to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, uh, including uh, past seasons. So definitely if this is your first episode or you haven't listened to all of Season 4, Uh, Go back, listen to all that, then come back here. Now, if you have listened to season four, but maybe it was a while ago and you don't remember everything that happened, well, I (laughs) printed out a whole synopsis that I'm going to read right now for your listening uh, pleasure. And uh, I probably will stumble through this a little bit because I didn't do any um, read throughs. I just kind of typed it up real fast so we could uh, get through this, kind of explain uh, what happened previously in Paralyzed in the first couple seasons. And in season four, and then we'll, uh, me and Amy will discuss uh, in more detail. Is that cool? As you just sit there and listen to me later, or right now?
2: Yes, I'm going to intro it for you. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> All
1: right. Hold on. <clears throat> let me get a. Let me get one sip. Say something real quick so I can take a sip.
2: Previously on Paralyzed.
1: That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right. So. Season one followed David and his friends as they went on their annual camping trip, but it turned out to be a nightmare when friends went missing and creatures appeared. David was the only one to survive out of his group. Uh, Basically, he had sleep paralysis and his nightmares became reality. Roland also survived when she went to investigate uh, the campground, but her partner Kent disappeared after they ran into the woman from Rutherford. Season two followed Roland and David meeting, or found found roland and david meeting uh roland had a lead on another similar occurrence in a small town in massachusetts which is a word that amy loves to say Mm. uh it was (laughs) named laden falls uh roland and david headed north and once again found themselves in trouble when a storm moved in and trapped them at a at first a diner then a farmhouse
2: i think that's my favorite season That was a fun one. No, you're good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Roland spiraled out of control as she saw images of both Kent and her daughter Rose while David and newfound friend Julia tried to survive and make it out. Eventually, the three of them do, but David has more visions and becomes possessed, in quotation marks, uh, which leads to him getting shot by the police. Uh, Season three follows new characters, Shane and Erica, as they go on a birthday cruise. They meet up with friends, Michelle and Roger, but it doesn't take long until they're all thrust into their own nightmare. Shane is haunted by his father and becomes paralyzed, actually paralyzed. Not only that, but three men wearing severed deer heads also torment the group. Erica escapes the ship, but Shane catches up to her after becoming possessed, in quotations, like David, and uh, he attacks her. Erica kills Shane, but becomes injured herself and eventually dies succumbing to her wounds. Those are the first three seasons. The first two followed David and then the uh, third one followed Shane. But obviously Roland was in all of those as well. Um, But now season four is where we're going to get a little bit more into the details right now. So season four uh, is back to following Roland. Uh, Season four begins with Roland locating Michelle's house. Michelle, Erica's friend from season three, was the only survivor of the cruise ship disaster not overall survivor as most people lived after their ship capsized but there was a certain uh, group that had to survive uh, shane's nightmares and she was the only one roland questions her about the cruise ship shane the creatures and her own personal nightmares roland's plan is to head north to alaska to search for the bodies michelle wants to go but roland declines because roland is on the run she needs help her friend ray Has been helping her in the meantime, but she eventually wants help from the FBI, which forces Ray to contact Jake, an ex-boyfriend who cheated on her. Jake works for the FBI, but when Ray flies up to DC to chat with him, she finds that he isn't a field agent anymore. He is in cybercrime. This is due to a past event that got him in trouble and reassigned. Jake needs some convincing, to, uh, so Ray sleeps with him. He decides to help, but he wants to meet with Roland first. So he makes an excuse to fly out to Washington State, where he meets Roland at a fish market. They talk about her goals. She gives him enough information to entice him, but it backfires as he wants to join her in Alaska. The two of them head into Canada, where they talk to Sefton Trust's ex-wife, and then head up to Mountain Point in Alaska, the site of the cruise ship disaster. There they meet uh, with an old cop who shows them around and takes them to the actual site and search grounds. They explore the woods for some time until they find a small island where several old withered dead bodies are tied up. It's the missing six bodies from the cruise ship disaster um, along with a couple others. Jake snaps some quick pictures and without telling Barbara they take off. Later they pay for an old fisherman to make a report on the body so they can leave. They go through the photos Jake took to find that there were actually other bodies there as well, which I just mentioned. Um, things don't take long before they start spiraling out of – is that what it is? Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought I skipped the paragraph. <laughs> Things don't take long uh, before they start spiraling out of control. Roland finds she's being followed and continues to hide out in seedy motels. She can't stop drinking and getting high, which leads her to run out of money fast. Ray continues to send some to her, but it's taking a toll on her as well. Meanwhile, Jake gets in trouble with the head, who asks why he was in Canada. Jake lies, but he's told he's walking on thin ice. Michelle... Comes back and is constantly haunted by visions of Roger. One night, Roger even shows up and tries to get her to commit suicide, but she's saved in the nick of time by her friend Tiffany, who invites her out bowling. Things get worse for both Michelle and Roland, though. Michelle's parents are attacked and killed by mysterious men. Michelle barely escapes with her life thanks to a man by the name of Hal. Hal tells her he knows her story and mentions Roger by name. He takes her away from her house when the, uh, before the police show up. Who is Hal. He's the one who's been keeping tabs on Roland. He hired a private investigator to watch her every move. He also has experienced similar things as Shane and David. He tells Michelle of his backstory where nightmarish events happened to him in a cabin up in Maine. He lost loved ones there. His goal is to find out what's going on. Back in Washington, Roland continues... uh, her own spiraling out of control, especially with her visions of David and Kent. One night, she finds herself stuck on some train tracks. Her car stalled as a train is barreling down. She sees the vision of Kent, who calls to her to leave the car, while David says not to. She listens to Kent and exits the car as the train crashes into it. Realizing her predicament, she runs off, leaving everything behind. Back on the East Coast, FBI agents Torv and Robards are still investigating the Laiden Falls murders and trying to locate Roland. They chat with Ray, who gives them the idea to Find Kent first. So, after some work, they eventually locate Kent's past partner, um, significant other, rather. Uh, but after talking to him, they realize that things didn't happen the way they thought. This is where the paths begin to meet. Ray and Jake hear about Roland's car in Washington. Ray can't get a hold of Roland because she doesn't have her phone. In fact, her phone was found at the crash site, which means it's only a matter of time before authorities find out that Ray and Jake are involved. Torvin Robards, hearing about the crash, head out to Washington to investigate. Roland, after getting a lift from a truck driver, stays at a small inn in Idaho where she eventually meets the owner, Marilyn, or Mare. Mare notices how rough Roland looks and is worried about her. She offers to let her stay at the inn in return for some work. Roland agrees. While Roland stays at the inn, Hal and Michelle search the area. They also heard about the crash, thanks to Hal's private investigator, Gary. Gary ends up asking around too much and drops her name, which leads Torvin Robards to tail him. But the search is over for Hal when he gets some help from a ghostly figure who leads him to Gunner Inn. Hal and Michelle finally meet up with Roland, and they share stories. David tries to warn Roland to leave the inn, but she doesn't. Then the nightmare begins. Hal sees a different vision, which leads him into the middle of the road. Gary, being tailed, hits him and crashes the van. Torv and Robards pull up and try to arrest Roland, but Robards is attacked, along with a detective. Creatures shriek in the distance, and Roland realizes that it's starting again. A ghostly image of Kent confirms this. The nightmare continues. Whew. Mm. That'd be funny if I wasn't recording. (laughs) (laughs) I'd, like, just double-check just to make sure, because that was a lot. So that was a mouthful, and uh, but that brings everybody up to speed. That was basically season four in a nutshell, uh, minus some other details, you know?
2: I know, you left out my favorite part. What's that? I mean, you you briefly mentioned it.
1: Is it the fun night with the truck driver?
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> actually, actually, that is it. That's, yeah, for me, so- <laughs> the most memorable, just based simply upon recording it.
1: I think that's what <sighs> I had texted you. I was like, so don't forget, like, you did Roland... Talked with Michelle, went to Alaska, mm-hmm. uh, crashed her car on train tracks, fucked a truck driver, yeah, and yeah. works at an inn now.
2: Yeah, that's
1: that's basically that's the Roland's gist. story.
2: Yeah, it's the gist of uh, the season. I mean, Roland for me.
1: I'm trying to think, that was an awkward scene. It's always, uh, sex scenes are always awkward to record. Even though there wasn't like a lot to that one, it was just basically like, because Roland just kind of lays there. So that's yep. all it was. So I had to do that, but then I had to have uh, Jack play the (laughs) The truck truck driver. driver. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to have somebody else do it, but then I think they were like, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing this. And I was like, I totally understand. That's one thing I always wonder is like, sometimes I wonder if like Paralyzed is too dark. I don't know.
2: I mean, I think part of it depends on the person who's recording. I mean, if they're like me, they don't want to, Hear themselves, so they don't listen. So it's like I know right. what's going on based on us recording and all that stuff, but like I'm not going to listen to me. So
1: I mean, Jack, <laughs> that's why I'm like, have you I don't ever care. listened to any episode, any of them? You don't. You if you no, Jack I, doesn't either.
2: I I don't. It's not that I'm critical of myself, but I just feel like it's kind of like watching a show you've already watched. Yeah, but I it's know. a little different, obviously, because like I mean, for you, it's got to be annoying because it's like you write it, you edit. Like the writing of it, yeah. you sit here while people are recording it for. The, I guess for the most part, unless there's people that do it. Yeah, some here. people do it remotely. Um, and then you have to edit that. It. So it's like you're just like, okay. Do yeah, you, I got over ever, it. I was gonna say, do you ever like get to the point of the physical editing of the audio where you're like, I really shouldn't have done that in the story. I should have changed it. Is there any time where you're just well, like, man, maybe I should redo this?
1: You mean because it's too hard, or just because I don't like it? Like just because I don't you like the story. you
2: realize that. You should have just done something differently. I don't know if you don't like it or it just doesn't work, and you thought it did. Or like, wasn't there? I remember. I remember something with a van before. Yeah, I changed the van. I changed the color of the van. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So the van that was tailing Roland, I changed it from. I think it was originally. Now I got to think. I Isn't think it was it a, a black. It was a black van. And we changed it to a brown van. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. Now it might be the opposite. I can't remember. I remember off the top of something my head. about a
2: brown van. That's all I remember. I don't remember if we changed it to that or from. I
1: think we changed it to that because I, I didn't like the idea of a black van because I felt like that was too like on the nose of like like too a black cliche. or white van van van. Uh, but. A brown van also felt like a little too, like, 70s. But yeah. I was like, whatever. Uh, let's just do brown it still band. makes it
2: kind of stand out, but in, like, a odd way. I feel like that fits with the story, so hopefully that's what you went with.
1: Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I went with the brown. I, I don't think I'm it was the black. It. I don't think it was yeah. the black. Just because, like, the black van just kind of remi- reminded me too much of, like, a sting operation yeah, or so, something like that. It's so yeah. typical. And a white van just reminds me of, like, a kids asking for candy, yeah. <laughs> like, trying to get Yikes. candy. Yeah, or puppies. I was like, I, I don't want to do that one either. So, uh yeah, uh, I think we switched that. But there are moments where I'm editing.
2: And it's, like, too late. And you're like, well, I, I guess I'm just going to Well, and it. sometimes I've cut
1: out dialogue. Like, I think there's <laughs> been times where, like, maybe it's Roland or Jake or Ray, like, that we recorded something and the lines just don't match up. Like, no matter uh, what take I use, yeah. it just doesn't match up. So then I I have to either debate, like, do I make the person come back in and we try a couple n- new takes? Or do I just scratch Get this little line and, and, you know, skip it? And sometimes, you know, you have come in and done redos. Jack's come in. I've redone <laughs> episodes. So I remember uh,
2: you deleting. Um, I remember you re recorded.
1: That was this season, right? That was chapter 16. That was the first chapter, I think. I
2: think so. That's probably why I remember what was this that? season
1: so well. Was that. Because I got a new uh, new Mac.
2: Something happened where you deleted the file, recorded over a file, or Maybe I something over. happened where like you literally lost it. And-
1: Although I think you're embellishing that it was more than one episode. You said you, you recorded for this other episode. I swear we didn't.
2: Maybe. I maybe I just dreamt it and I was just like, wow, yeah. I've definitely done this somewhere <laughs> before. Maybe it was in a dream. Maybe you were
1: just feeling like rolling and in, in Maybe your I was definitely nightmare.
2: inside the Gunner <laughs> Inn changing the bed sheets.
1: No, I do remember you I I remember telling you like, "Hey, can you come over? We have to redo an episode or something." And then you came mm-hmm. over and then I think we had to redo two at first and then I think we even did a third one. But the third one, I I I don't remember if we recorded that one was- or not. I think it was a
2: different... I don't think it was paralyzed.
1: No, I think it was paralyzed. All of them were? I think it was the first two episodes. Oh, no. Maybe two were paralyzed and one was something else. I think one was
2: something else.
1: It's possible. I know that it was around the time where I think I got like a new Mac, so I transferred a lot of things over. So maybe that's where it got lost, or Mm. I did record over it, which I've done before, too, which is... I try not to do it. It happens. It's so frustrating. Uh, But, yeah, uh, uh, with season four... Because, like, season one and two were mostly David. Even though Roland was in them, she wasn't, like, the main character. And then season three, she was only in, like, those little short episodes, like the the Roland's calls. Yeah. And then in this one, she's a main character, but I also wanted to bring in some other main characters to kind of, like... I mean, the, the problem is that a lot of the main characters are dying throughout. <laughs> so it's like so gotta I got to have other ones. New yeah. Ones. But I'm also not doing it to be like shocking or anything. It's like part yeah. of the story. <clears throat> so I wanted to introduce some new characters. And this one, I was trying to make it less horror and more like detective mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be more like Zodiac or like.
2: Yeah, like dramatic.
1: like trying to figure out
2: thrilling elements actually
1: most of the horror elements were with you when you would have the dream sequences with like david and stuff yep um and then like yeah it got pretty dark because you started going going down that rabbit hole of drugs and alcohol devastating it was was intense i you know a lot of people like roland though as like a character i think it's just her troubled past yeah
2: i guess she's kind of relatable to people because she's not perfect at all and she doesn't pretend to be be. she's just like this is me
1: i just doing all this stuff i mean yeah and then she does have like a little bit of redemption near the end of season four where she's like at the end and she's not really able to drink or Mm -hmm. or do drugs and stuff and it's kind of like taking its toll on her because she's like kind of itching for it Mm -hmm. but uh she's also liking just staying there and changing sheets Yep. Some people <laughs> that's just like a means.
2: simple life. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's her little
1: house on the prairie, just yep. like over there, which they're in Idaho. That's where Gunner Inn takes place. Gunner Inn, uh, named after Gunner Hansen, the original Leatherface. That's the actor who played Leatherface in the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, one of my
2: faves. I'm trying to like – I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so – A little Easter egg.
1: I know. There's a few throughout. I couldn't remember all of them, and I didn't feel like reading through every script before we did this, so I was like, not going to do that. And like you said, (laughs) when I edit, I don't – I listen to the episodes already when I edit, Mm -hmm. so I don't go back and listen to them once they're released. Like, I just – I can't do it. I have to listen to the same line, like – five times just trying to get it to match other lines and it's just like it's a lot Uh, let me see i'm trying to like look through my oh ray's cat is named casper (laughs) just a friendly ghost (laughs) okay just to keep it in line with like the ghost theme and the creepiness um that's where most of your interactions roland's interactions were mostly with ray and jake and actually jake who I don't know if you cuz you probably have you haven't listened to it but Jake is Jack who mm-hmm. does like a uh, like a little bit of an, I don't know is it a New York accent or Boston I don't remember I think it's a Boston accent or something like it's like he's got a little bit of a New England thing going on okay um he he has the best arc because he starts off as like this sexist pig mm. but then kind of like evolves cuz he like cheated on Ray in the past and that's why she didn't want to uh, call him to help you, kind of thing, because you know their past and stuff. But then he kind of like, kind of makes things a little bit better between them, and doesn't. He has the chance hmm. to sleep with someone else, and then he doesn't because of red One time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just, just saying, it's, a, wow, little a, nice it's just a little bit of an art. It's just a little bit of an art. Restrained himself. <laughs> it's not, it's not a bunch, but you know, it's it's getting there. It's only one season, but also. I mentioned that because originally Jake and Roland were going to have a thing when they were up in Alaska. I was oh. going to have them Scandalous. bang in a hotel but then I was like I decided against it. Then
2: you're like but she's going to be banging that truck driver yeah. so that yeah. might be that might she be a better that might <laughs> yeah. be a better story. Yeah, we I was can't like two twice. <laughs> I got
1: to make her bang somebody that she doesn't want. <laughs> like it is just gross. <laughs> no, the yeah, the truck driver was more of like I just wanted her to hit rock bottom. And that was like the rock bottom part at the the, No offense
2: to truck drivers. No, no, no. no. They make the world go round. Hey,
1: we have a lot of truck driver fans. It wasn't that. It was just like this guy who obviously took advantage of her. And she was drunk. or Yeah, she was all messed up on drugs and alcohol. And her car just got destroyed. (laughs) And she lost all her information and her gun and everything. So like that was really her rock bottom. Then she slept with this guy who was like, I got some drugs. Sleep with me. And that was it. So that was like, boom. Now it's like, you know, she kind of had like a little bit of like, all right, I need to get clear headed mm-hmm. and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so.
2: It's like now. Now what? Like without everything? Like,
1: yeah, that's the thing that? is now she's kind of like lost, which mm-hmm. season five, which we haven't started recording for yet um, or writing yet. Uh, but when we get to it, it's going to because the last chapter of Paralyzed was called Where the Paths Meet it was where a lot of these characters all show up at the inn mm-hmm. and i don't remember if you remember recording for that one because there's like a it was a long episode it was like an hour and 10 minutes but but there's so many characters mm-hmm. that i think that makes recording easier right cuz you don't have to record the whole episode like you did back in the day when it was like yeah. all you
2: yeah but it's not so bad for me personally for this one because it's closest to my actual voice <laughs> That's versus true. some of the other voices that I like do, Edith. yeah. I I don't even know
1: if I, Edith had uh, a short story where it was like three episodes, and you had yes. voiceover and all that kind yes. of stuff. So and yeah, every time taxing.
2: every time I go to record for her, I forget the voice, and I just redo it, and it's kind of like my <laughs> shtick. It's That's like the, I'm sure it's different every single time, but
1: it's fine. It's just gonna slowly morph into your rolling voice. Yeah.
2: Pretty soon she's like. <laughs> Mr. J
1: or
2: whoever he is, K. It's J. No, no, oh, no. He, was oh, wait, he was K. He was He'd K. He was like, Mr. J. <laughs> hey.
1: And then she's going to be on drugs. No, I'm just kidding. Gunner. Just, just mare. rolling. Mare. Mare. Do you think that's a weird nickname?
2: <laughs> I just think of a horse, you know?
1: I like worked a with uh, a girl named Mari. Mar. Or it was spelled M A R E, but I think she pronounced it either Mar or Mari. And okay. I would always think mayor. So that's why I was like I, I was like, I like that. I'm just <laughs> I gonna like do mayor. <laughs> I'm just gonna do mayor.
2: <laughs> but you have to disclaim that, you know, no actual people were, you know. It's not based on yes, her. It's not based on anyone, no. No, I just not. like the name. Yes. And She's I don't and that and
1: her name wasn't really Marilyn. I think it was just that was her name. Yeah. Huh. Uh okay. uh that being said, after I started writing that, uh, mayor of Easttown, what's that called? It's Kate oh, Winslet came yeah, out and yeah. I was like, dang
2: it. F they beat you to it. But was
1: that her? Was she named Mary? I, I don't know, Or was she just it. like a mayor? I know it was like something. It was like a different Are we country. Even saying
2: it right? Like I'm thinking it's mayor. It's, maybe it's like I think it's mayor.
1: No, I think it was mayor of Easttown. Because I was like, hey, that's how I say mine. No. Dang it.
2: Ruined.
1: Whatever. It happens. Uh, I'm trying to look through my notes right now because I'm trying to think what else. Like, I mean, I basically talked about everybody's goals and, and what they were... Uh, trying to accomplish and how they all ended up where they ended up. Um, Let me see. I talked about, like, yeah, I wanted to introduce new characters, so we did a lot of that. And then a lot of those characters are going to carry over into season five. Uh, While this season was a lot slower, next season is probably going to be, like, more intense. It'll be Mm -hmm. more traditional uh, in the lines of, like, the first three seasons because it's the nightmare starting. There's going to be creatures. That Gosh. was pretty good. I was gonna say that, you was, take that. it was perfectly take that silent clip. too. Yeah, use that. I also um I always like try to include places like I've been and stuff. So like hmm. in season three, when they went on the Alaskan cruise, I've been on an Alaskan cruise, so I felt like I could really like put myself there.
2: You're like, I can relate to this.
1: <laughs> I can do people do this. People I know gonna, for a fact. People are
2: <laughs> gonna believe this one.
1: <laughs> but she meets she meets Jake in season four. She meets him at the pike fish market in seattle i've been there so that that was accurate (laughs) so it was accurate
2: guys was it believable was it like i was really there (laughs) i (laughs) thought i don't know i've never been
1: (laughs) Uh, trust me trust me it it felt like you were there although i do have them sitting on a bench overlooking the bay or something like that and that's kind of a little bit of a walk from the pike place are they
2: drinking starbucks though
1: no i don't think she no i don't remember if she was drinking a coffee or not um that's another
2: thing is starbucks isn't that like famous? Like is I that mean, they yeah, that's in place? Seattle. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't idea. know, no. Listen, <laughs> I only I've only been there. I didn't get a coffee when I was there, so I that wouldn't have been accurate. Destated. You know what I mean? I, I, I try to keep things somewhat accurate, but I also take a lot of liberties. Like I feel like Jake being transferred to cybercrime really wouldn't happen at all because you'd probably have to have like a degree well, in it. Eh,
2: not,
1: not a degree, but like
2: knowledge yeah you're saying he's not knowledgeable no but
1: he is and that's what i put in there so like there's there's a chance that he could be moved to like another department if he like messed up in one uh because that happens in other departments and stuff now i don't know if it happens with the fbi but i was like you know what whatever so i I did that
2: this isn't a true story so i think it's okay
1: is it not
2: (laughs) find out on the next on the next next recap
1: (laughs) uh uh what was i gonna say though uh oh but i did uh order two fbi books and i started reading through them to like (laughs) learn like the lingo and some other stuff and i was like i can put some of this stuff in there not everything and there's probably gonna be more in the next season but i just enough to get by so it doesn't sound like i don't know anything about what i'm talking about because trust me i miss in one of the episodes which i think you had to record for i accidentally had you say detective instead of agent when you were pretending to be an fbi agent and Mm -hmm. and it just it just it skipped my mind like because you are a detective but i made you an agent because you're pretending to be Mm -hmm. and somebody let us know (laughs) they were quick to let us uh it's not detective if they're fbi it's agent i'm like all right thank you (laughs) never again
2: never mess it up again
1: trust me people uh people let us know if anything is inaccurate and uh
2: that's that's good. That means they're listening.
1: I'm fine with it. And most of the time, as long as people are nice about it, well, then I'll yeah. take I'll take their, you know, their knowledge and try try to incorporate. But a lot of times you're letting me know about an episode that I released like two years ago <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going back to fix it. It just is what it is. Yep. I, I like sometimes I it's can't find those old, yeah, I can't <laughs> find those old files. So like somebody was like told me about something in like season one of end of all hope i'm like that released in 2015 i'm like, oh not my gone gosh that long ago yeah we've been doing this for a long time end of all hope though like paralyzed wow. were two shows that were under a different studio name until we changed yes. to seven lamb so they that. they uh they switched over so it's actually it's interesting that yeah we were i think paralyzed started in 2014 or 15. Stop. i think it was 2014 <gasps> i think so because that was one getting of our old. first ones with the other studio. So you've been, you've been voicing characters since 14.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's almost 10 years.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> That's this crazy. It goes back to my
2: theme when I entered the studio today, and I'm just like, oh, man, I'm getting old. Wow.
1: And the studio is still hot as ever.
2: Um. Yeah.
1: It's starting to warm up.
2: It was freezing when I got in here. I no, t- it it just,
1: it's summer. And, it's not summer yet, but it's basically, it's basically it's summer. If it's Florida.
2: not December, January, or February it's Florida, summer. it's summer.
1: <laughs> it's summer. It gets so hot in here, and there's an air conditioning unit, but you can't have it running when we're recording, so we have to turn it off, and then it gets super hot. Although, we yeah. could have turned on the fan, and we didn't do that. Whoopsie. That's okay. Oh, well. Uh, let me just see what else I have real quick. Let's see. Uh... uh There's a lot of story elements that I can't really, like, talk about. Why? Because of spoilers for the next season. Oh. Like, uh, one thing I will say, though, is... I'm going to read it. i want to see some spoilers. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to mention that other one that says the the villain uh, uh, in quotations. Each season kind of has, like, their own villain, per se. I mean, there's creatures and there's, you know, deformities and, like, all kinds of crazy stuff. But in season one, it was Patricia Sanders was the one that they were, like, talking about a lot that shows up near the end. Season two had Sefton Trust with the doll mask. Oh, yes. Um, That was your favorite season?
2: That was my favorite one.
1: That was the – yeah, they started in the diner and then went to the farmhouse. Like, that was
2: one I could see visually, like, as a movie in my head. Like, that one, to me – like it's kind of like the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> where the fifth one could have been a standalone film and it would have been fine. Oh, uh, really? Didn't I have feel to like be that. I feel like the second season, I mean, I don't know how much you had to see or listen to of season one, but like in my brain recording season two, I could see it. Like I pictured the right. diner, I pictured the farmhouse, and I like I could see everything so clearly. Like the gunner in, I mean, you know. I visualized that, too, I mean, and it's the an train end, tracks, but, yeah, but it's, yeah,
1: like,
2: yeah. it wasn't...
1: Well, you were in more of season two, awesome. That's also. probably why, too. So, like, you were... I
2: was more aware of everything that was going on, all of the settings, all of the characters. This I don't think I felt, you
1: had voiceover, though, did you? I think David no, was still the Yeah, I think prime. I was just
2: the, like... Oh, it's me. Roland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, really making her sound, like, more drowsy and <laughs> depressed than she actually is.
1: Yeah, kind <laughs> of. But, uh, yeah, so season three, which, like we mentioned before, Roland's only in the Roland's Calls episodes. Yeah. But season three was actually, like, a flashback to the cruise ship disaster, which actually happened before season one and two. And uh, season three... It had the deer-headed men. Yes. So like I know I've talked about them a bunch, but uh they were kind of like the villains there. Season 4 didn't really have a villain, but it had like a lot of David like her talking to David and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um that was kind of like the ghostly figure thing that was always there. Yeah. And then season 5 is going to have something, but I'm not going to spoil what it is. But I'm trying to do like every season it's like a little different. Like season 1 was a campground, season 2 was like a diner farmhouse, mm-hmm. season 3 was a cruise ship. Season four was kind of like an overarching West Coast, East Coast yeah. exploring detective story. Uh, season five is going to take place a lot at the end. And then mm, okay. who knows what uh, the next ones take place.
2: How many more you got?
1: The goal is, I think, eight seasons. Wow. <laughs> so How many more am I in? <laughs> probably all four.
2: <laughs> hey, or not. So no, or not, or not. We,
1: mm, but no one knows for we, sure. We don't know for sure. Uh, but uh, I'm just saying that because I feel like you're like, I don't want to record on the No, so.
2: no, no. This this is my favorite one to record out of.
1: Is it? Ah, oh,
2: come on. No, I like this one. I, you know, personally, I just like, I like horror movies. I like thrillers. I like dramas. I like dark and dreary, so... This one just fits me the most, so I like to record it. It's easier for me to get in the zone for this one, yeah. Than any of the other ones, especially because some of the other shows, I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just feeding lines, just because it's like a small. It's smaller, yeah. So it's yeah, just yeah, like smaller. just just feed me lines and I'll read.
1: And also, you come to record after work, so yeah. that dreariness and that <laughs> what? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, I
2: mean, maybe prior to to twenty twenty ish, but yeah. What
1: I'm doing now. Now, very it's okay. jolly.
2: Yes, I leave work happy. I go to work happy. It's nice. I come here happy most of the time. Yeah,
1: I think so. But then you have to be a Roland, and then yeah, yeah. No, I think, and we talked about this. I think on like a Patreon exclusive episode, like who do we think could be Roland? Like if there's an actress, and I think didn't we say uh Charlie Theron. Yes, definitely. I think she make a good. She's, what, 40-something, 40 45 or something like that? Almost I have 50 no maybe. idea.
2: She might be 50.
1: I think yeah. she would be a good role in though. As I, as I look it up. As you Google it. uh, I think she would be a pretty – she has to have short hair, though. Yes. Like, shorter hair. Not, like, short-short, but, like, yeah. you know, maybe, like, just past her ears or something like that. Yeah,
2: like a little bob. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But I think also, like, Shirley Stern, she'd have to have, like, darker hair, too
2: yeah maybe like a grayish brown, you know yeah, yeah what do yeah. they call that ash blonde Just, she's forty six uh, years old, okay,
1: sounds close uh I was the closest without going over and without getting it, yes, directly on prices right rules yes um uh, yeah, so uh uh I think sh- that would be a pretty good actress to play um Roland. I don't know about everybody else, but like that was the main one that I always thought would be cool. Like if we ever had artwork done or something like that.
2: Yeah. I just keep scrolling her images on Google now.
1: What do you what do you see her wearing all the time? You know more about fashion than I do.
2: Well, she'd be no I'm kidding. (laughs) Who are you wearing, Roland? (laughs)
1: Yeah, she's just on a red carpet. No, I
2: feel like she'd be in the first two seasons, especially, like still like detective y, like business casual, with like, you know, the trousers and a blouse and stuff, but I feel like by season four, oh man, I don't even know.
1: I mean it, she's probably just all like dirty and raggedy. Again. I feel like
2: it's gonna be like everyone during like March and April twenty twenty where everyone just like wore sweatpants, sweatpants yeah. and T shirts, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I too mean, big of a t
1: shirt. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know if she'd be like that. I don't know. I feel like she'd still put in a minimal effort like Tank
1: top? Would she wear a tank top and sweatpants?
2: I think she'd be wearing jeans, okay. And like oh, okay. sneakers, maybe, maybe loafers, because I feel like she might have a little class in there, but definitely no more like nice button ups or button downs. I never know what they're called. Button up shirts, um, button down shirts. I don't know.
1: You can go up or down on them.
2: Yeah, I guess. depends. <laughs> yeah. But probably just like a T-shirt and jeans, like very casual, maybe a hoodie if she's feeling a little a little frisky.
1: Probably a hoodie when she was like outside the yeah. hotel trying to buy drugs yes. from some that <laughs> guy. Being a schemer. That's actually something I should mention is when <laughs> when you recorded for that part where the guy was selling her. I forget what he was selling her, but he was selling her drugs. I had to like look all that stuff up because I don't do drugs. Yeah, I so don't I know was like, about a- <laughs> let me just figure this out. Which is like, I guess they're like, it's it's a good thing because. The way I wrote it, I guess it seemed pretty realistic because I've had some people actually reach out and say like, hey, how did you get this so accurate? And I was like, oh, wow. oh I don't know. They're like, no, I was on, somebody told me they were on drugs and they went, they went into some dark places and they're like, this is exactly what it's like. I'm like, "Dang!" I just read up on it <laughs> on Google and watched some movies about it. And yeah. that was pretty much it. Like Requiem for a Dream and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like just kind of go down that those dark movie paths. And then also like, I my biggest thing was like, how much do they charge for it? So like they're like pill like different pills. Yeah. I'm like, so I looked it up. They're like, well, if you can get them legally, they this, but on the street they cost this. I'm like, oh, okay.
2: and then the <laughs> FBI guy on your computer I, yeah, is like, it's hmm, like interesting. interesting.
1: What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> then I could just talk to him and ask him yeah, questions about cool, the FBI. That's a good idea. That's actually why I was trying That's what how you're to how to make a yeah. bomb. And just see, <laughs> see if they uh reach out to you're me. They're like, oh great. While you're here, yeah, you while have you're I have a couple questions about my script. <laughs> no, can you go into cybercrime directly from <laughs> 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 Then they just yeah. show up at my door. Uh the other there's two other things I'm just gonna mention. Um Hal, uh uh, who shows up to help Michelle and he's the one who's having Roland followed and stuff. He talks about his past um uh, nightmarish visions that he had similar to Shane and similar to, uh, David. And, uh, he explains it to Michelle and stuff. And I'm debating at some point possibly showing his story. Um, Mm. I don't know if it would be like little short episodes or its own thing or something like that, but it takes place in Maine. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Maine in a cabin. And the reason why I did that was Maine is like a Stephen King thing. He always, he loves (laughs) Maine. He's from Maine. Uh, so I did that. And then, um, the other thing is the gunner in episodes. Mare is constantly bickering with her husband Ed, and Ed's just a jerk. Ass- I, I just I love asshole <laughs> guys yes, that say, just get love, their come up so him, or yeah. or have like a healthy arc. You know what yes. I mean? Like <laughs> like Jake, who didn't cheat on her again.
2: The one time. The one
1: time. <laughs> That's really good. That's solid.
2: And he'll never forget. He'll bring it up every time. Remember that one time <laughs> I, when I had I the didn't? chance to do it
1: and I didn't do it. <laughs> Just saying. So, uh, but I never explained what happens to like, um, to them, to what happens to Ed because Mare shows up later in the main story, which was always going to happen. She was going to show mm-hmm. up later, and Roland was going to meet her because that's where it was going to end at the the inn. And I didn't I didn't really explain what happened to Ed, and that's something that I'm going to explain in the next season. Uh, everyone's going to kind of get like their little stories told throughout the next season, and it's going to start really. It's going to answer a lot of questions, but it'll probably like, you know, post some more too, which people love. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, there's still plenty of seasons left. So that's why we got to keep it interesting and keep people guessing. The only thing that I'll say is, or, or I'll pose is like, I wonder if people think Roland is, has the same kind of thing that like David has. Cause oh. David, Shane, um, and Hal, I'll mention how they, see people or see creatures and have these sleep paralysis and stuff like that. But Roland's never mentioned sleep paralysis for herself, I don't believe. She might have said that she had it once or something, but it's not like troubling her Mm -hmm. as that. But she's still starting to have visions and stuff. So I just wonder if people think that. uh, I mean, I know the answer. I I don't
2: know (laughs) the answer, but I mean, I... I, I mean you
1: see david a lot and stuff i know but he's not and like a kent, creature
2: but they're not cre-
1: well i mean they could be creatures well the, the
2: <laughs> technically be. kent she
1: sees kent in season two also he's yes. outside trying to get her to come I outside that. Um, with the baby oh, with I, her daughter I, oh i love that that was my that favorite was my, part that's my, that's my favorite, my favorite too. part i love like babies <laughs> and horror films <laughs> it's just so creepy. <laughs> it's just so, so creepy. creepy
2: babies are so scary no for
1: real like if i had like toddlers and babies can be really creepy like if you had, if you had a okay. toddler, no, listen, <laughs> like it's late at night. I've heard stories of people who have, I don't have kids. We don't and, have kids, don't but um <laughs> I've heard stories of like people wake up in the middle of the night and they just see their, their son or daughter just standing there. Like maybe they wet the bed or whatever yeah. it is, but they get spooked because their kid's just like that's, standing there in the hallway yeah. or something like creepy uh,
2: That's like when I wake up in the middle of the night, my cat's face is like two inches from my face yeah. and I, I scream. Yeah. i like, ah! And then she gets scared and she's like, ah! runs away i'm like you...
1: it's better than the cat staring towards the wall or like the corner of the wall like sometimes i i, oh, I my dog used to do yeah that.
2: i always go oh she's looking at the ghosts yeah she does that a lot <laughs> yeah she's like, oh, just, just looking at the, the ghosts just staring the nothing corner. i could see thank
1: god <laughs> or they're just barking at like the corner of the room it's like oh, uh what are you doing <laughs> please tell me there's like a roach yeah. over there or something <laughs> uh so yeah that's uh You know, for the most part, that's a pretty good recap without going into too much spoiler territory. Uh, We just like to do a quick recap. So that way you can listen to even if you just want to listen to the first two to five minutes again of me just reading through before you listen to season five when it comes out. Do that. Just listen to that and then you can go right into season five. Now, season five, I don't know when it's coming out. I I say this all the time. It takes a long time time to do this stuff and we have a lot of shows and the reason why we have a lot of shows is so we can bounce back and forth depending on people's schedules who edit who record how i'm feeling when i'm writing sometimes i can't write 16 episodes of paralyzed oh in a row gosh. i just can't do it I can't imagine so i have to jump back and forth between shows um so i don't get writer's block and season five we're going to hopefully start writing pretty soon um that way we're not recording when we're all 60 and stuff like that i gotta gotta finish it up before we all get well i got like two years to
2: go i'm kidding i'm not that old i'm I'm only in my 30s we still got some time
1: (laughs) uh so yeah and and every episode i i mentioned this on facebook recently if you follow us uh every episode takes approximately 50 hours to create i mean if you account for the writing the recording the editing the revisions uploading all that stuff And that's I'm being kind of like uh, (laughs) forgiving in the sense of sometimes writing takes even longer than Mm -hmm. that if I go back and change things and stuff. But, yeah, about 50 hours uh, every episode or every minute you listen to in an episode is about an hour of editing. So a 25 minute episode is, you know, 25 hours right there. Sometimes yes. I can get it it depends if there's <laughs> if there's not a lot of action and it's just talking, yeah. I can edit them pretty fast. Yeah. But if there's any kind of action like the train sequence oh, or yeah. anything like that, like it can take a long time. And we had some other editors help us throughout paralyzed. I think I did majority of the episodes, but we've had like a few people come and go and edit for us, which is really awesome and takes some of the pressure off of us, but we can't offer a lot in payment yet. But um, we still try to pay people to do it, and uh, hopefully we'll get more editors soon so we can kind of turn out the episodes faster. I don't know. Yep. So I uh, don't know when season five will release, but I don't even know if it'll be this year. It oh, might be. Don't say that. I, I'm gonna. I want to aim for maybe getting the first episode out in October, like around Halloween.
2: Oh yeah, that'd be good.
1: Yeah, but I haven't even started writing. If I can write Get like the writing. first chapter, I'm working Stop on other recording stuff. Right now. <laughs> do it. Do it. Uh, no, we're going to, we're wrapping up some other shows too, like Tower Four and and mm-hmm. uh, Stone House and, and things like that. So if you like Paralyze and you haven't listened to any of our other stuff, check out Tower Four, uh, The Stone House, which is on our story feed, um, End of All Hope movie night, cop doctors, <laughs> all, all of them, all of them. Atlas Avenue Beat, where Amy plays Edith. Hey, Mr. J. Mr. J. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh That's true. There's two people with cats and uh, paralyzed. No, you don't have one, though. Yeah. Rate right us. Uh, so, yeah, make sure to check out all of our other stuff. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Seven Lamb Podcasts. That's with an S at the end. Um, and then we upload like on, on Facebook normally, and and sometimes on Instagram and Twitter, we try to keep everybody in the loop of what's going on and how we're doing with all the shows. So hopefully we'll, we'll keep everybody updated if we plan to release Paralyze sooner or if it's later, but we'll, we'll let everybody know when the release date is for season five. And in the meantime, we're going to get to work on it. And, uh, yeah, it'd be cool if we could get out on in October for Halloween. That's the goal right now. Good goal to
2: have. Yeah, it's
1: it's solid. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Thanks, Amy, for joining me. No problem. Is this your? How many recaps have you done for Paralyzed? We talked about it, but I don't remember. Is it two Uh, or three? uh,
2: I think this is the only one I've done. Honestly, I I can't remember. I did a recap once before this, but it was with other people. I think. I think there's like four of us in here. I can't tell you what it was because. Allegedly, I've been doing this for almost ten years. So it <laughs> yeah, could have been anything. Been
1: I know it, it, all of it runs together. I don't remember who I record, when I record, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But I know season three because Roland was a main part. I think I recorded with Jack and somebody else. But then I think I thought you were in season two recap, but I could be wrong. Maybe that's the one where I think I did one by myself. of us here, which is not fun
2: no fun just let me know and i'll just right. pretend to know things and i'll bounce yeah off. just bounce off just type me type me a script right quick
1: next time i'll let you read it uh beforehand okay that yeah. works. <laughs> all right well thanks for joining me and thanks everybody for listening uh we hope you guys continue to uh listen to all of our stuff and make sure to follow us and uh we'll get the next season out as fast as we can <laughs> bye guys <laughs> Has been a seven lamb production.
0: And now as promised, a small preview of the newest episode of Fever Dreams A Pulp Collection Crimson
3: Star. Nineteen eighteen. The Great War. War to end all wars. Rages in the trenches of Saint-Mihiel Salient, France. I head up a team of stretcher bearers. We were short men right now, so I was forced to make a run on my own. Picked up a corporal who was shot, and now I was on my way back to the aid station. <coughs> Hang in there. Not much longer now. Thanks, Sarge. You got a name? Sergeant Sean Murphy. Where you from? Sergeant Sean Murphy? Philly, born and raised. <coughs> Gotta say, never thought I'd see the outside of PA, let alone a whole other country. What you do is honorable. Well, I'd love to help. <coughs> and we made it. Right when I opened up the back hatch, two orderlies ran up. That was some good driving. Here, this is for you. He pulled a stick of spearmen out of his ammo pouch. Thank you for the lift You're welcome Thank you for the gum Since I was back at the aid station I took the chance to visit Angelica
4: I found her over in surgery with Dr. Coven What's your preference? Removing the bullet or sewing up the leg?
5: You really need to ask
4: Let me move the screen to block any peepers
3: That's when Dr. Coven noticed me in the corner
4: by the door Soldier? What are you doing in here? Don't worry. I won't snitch. Snitch? Snitch about what? That you're letting the nurse cut. Nurse?
5: Sorry, uh, Dr. Coven. Almost have it.
4: I
3: watched as she carefully dug into the patient's leg and removed a bloody bullet.
5: There we go.
3: Betty feels better already.
4: You're still here?
5: Aren't you the head stretcher bearer?
3: Yes, ma'am. Just brought in another patient. He gave me a gift, but I thought it best to give it to someone who does the important work around here. A gift. I held the piece of spearmint up. She smirked.
4: Nurse, I'll clean up here. Go get some breakfast and rest. Afternoon rush will be here before you know it. And please get him out. <music>
5: It really is a beautiful country. And look at all the sheep. It's hard to believe there are so many so close to the front line.
3: Are you hungry? I could catch one for you.
5: That's sweet, but my cuisine of choice doesn't include mutton. Just gum? You know, you really shouldn't do that. Walk into surgery unannounced. I knew Sean was one who liked to take chances. It's one of the things that attracted me to him. But sometimes it was a bit much.
3: How come you didn't tell the doctor you knew me?
5: He wouldn't approve.
3: Because I'm a lowly sergeant?
5: Frank has nothing to do with it. You hear that? It was suddenly quiet. No sheep. No birds. Just a light breeze and the smell of... Germans! Take cover! Sean pulled his sidearm. I said take cover! That's an order! But it was too late. The first bullet hit me square in the chest. Without thinking, I pushed on aside and charged. Two Germans were just coming out of the woods, behind a grouping of bushes. As they reloaded, I made my move, pouncing on the nearest one, an officer. I threw him back with one hand while simultaneously unsheathing his sword with the other. I spun around, bringing the blade up, and in one smooth motion, sliced right through his neck, his body and head falling separately. I do love that you German officers still carry swords. Blades have always been my specialty. The other German had reloaded his weapon. I charged blade up. I was able to block each bullet until I was on the now frightened soldier. It was once again quiet. I sniffed the air, searching. Sean! Coast is clear! Sean? He was sprawled out on the ground, his clothes dripping blood. No, no, no! You're hit! How? <coughs> I tore his shirt open. Blood was pouring out of his chest wound. Sweetheart, we have to stop the bleeding. <coughs> I used his own finger to plug the hole, bluntly shoving it in. <coughs> I'm so sorry. We have to get you back to surgery. I lifted him up. If he wasn't in so much pain, I'm sure he would be shocked with the ease in which I carried him. But instead, his eyes were closed and his breathing weak. Within minutes, we were back at camp, but I stopped behind a tree and let him down to his feet. I'm sorry, Sean, but I have to act like you're heavy. Put your arm around my neck.
2: Help! Help!
4: What happened?
5: Gunshot wound, right chest cavity. Heavy blood loss. Severe respiratory distress.
4: What do you recommend?
5: I did a quick glance around the room, realizing we were the only two in here. The cook who helped me carry Sean in was now gone. Nurse? Not now, Daddy. He's drowning in his own blood. He also made a quick scan, nervously looking around the room. We have to open him. Clear the field, remove the bullet, sew him up.
4: There's not enough time, Ange.
5: Then we close off the right lung. Let the left one take over.
4: You know his chances are low.
5: Daddy, we have to save him. I'm in love with him. (coughs) Our doctor-nurse relationship was gone. I was speaking to my father now, hoping he would understand. Please, Dad.
4: You know they're watching us. They'll send Van here. You won't be able to hide this.
5: Van Heeren was a tracker, and even though he was like us, the organization used him to take care of Rule Breakers. And once given orders, he never backed down.
4: The penalty would be death for you both
5: but with your help. A- and-, and we could move, run. We've done it before. We can do it again.
4: Ange, he'll still track us down. You know that.
5: Please. We intensely stared at each other. He knew I wouldn't stop.
4: Do it quickly.
5: He left the room, leaving just me and Sean. <coughs> Don't worry, sweetheart. After this, you'll feel much better. I had one more quick look around to make sure no one was watching. Then I bit down into his neck.
1: To listen to the rest of the episode, go to feverdreamspodcast.com or search for Fever Dreams wherever you listen to podcasts.